This is the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. Now, this podcast is designed for the aspiring apartment investor and literally gives them the opportunity to ask the questions that will help them get to the next level. So if you're an aspiring apartment investor, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. It's your one-stop shop for learning how to succeed at apartment investing. Hey, this is Brian Briscoe, host of the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast and the founder of Streamline Capital Group. So a lot of people have been talking about high interest rates and how that affects you know, multifamily investing, the economy, and a lot of other things. So I just decided that I will give my thoughts on this subject and let everybody know what's, what I'm thinking. So a lot of people are very quick to give projections. This is what I think is going to happen. And you know, I've been guilty of that as well. But, you know, really, I think nobody has a crystal ball that can tell you what's going to happen in the future. You know, we have a lot of data from past recessions and from past times that can indicate what direction things may go. We have a lot of correlations like cap rates and interest rates are correlated. And there's a lot of different pressures on things, you know. As far as cap rates and property prices, you know, go up and down. But really, this is almost a unique time in in our economic history where we are going into a recession, and the Fed is intentionally pushing interest rates up. Usually, when a recession starts, the Fed brings interest rates down to keep the economy going. You know, so the Fed has two mandates. You know, one of them is price stability, and the other one is full employment. So those are the two things that they are mandated to do, you know, from Congress. And you know, price stability means they need to keep inflation in check. And number two, full employment. And right now I think they're kind of in a position where price stability is more important than full employment. So they're going to keep on raising rates. And what's that that going to do? It's going to push us deeper and deeper into a recession. Now, we are not officially in a recession yet because quarter two economic data hasn't come out. You know, a recession is, is defined as two consecutive quarters of, of GDP contraction or negative growth. Um, we've had our first quarter with negative growth in the second quarter. Well, we've got 10 more days in the quarter. So we're not going to know for a little bit whether or not we are truly in a recession, but I'm just making the assumption that we are right now already. So what does that mean for the financial markets? Well, Debt is going to be more and more expensive. We know the Fed's going to continue to raise rates. You know, we've seen rates go up by two and a quarter percent in the last six months, at least the the SOFR, the secured overnight financing rate, which uh, a lot of the multifamily products are based off of that rate anyway. Uh, most interest rates in the US are based off of you know the federal fund rate. But uh end of the day, you know, we're gonna see debt become more expensive. Uh, there's also a lot of volatility in the stock market. You know, as of this morning, the S&P is down 21% year to date. You know, cryptocurrencies have completely crashed and, you know, who knows if they're going to go back up again. But what we usually see in recessions is the stock market goes through a cool off period and we don't know how long that's going to last. You know, the more Fed, the Fed raises the rates and the more they cool the economy down, the more likely the stock market is to keep on going down. So, what what am I doing? Well, of course, I am still investing in real estate. I think that's a smart investment in most economic cycles. Uh, in light of the market volatility, though, here are a couple of tips that I have 
for investing in real estate. So tip number one is going to be buy with less debt. You know, in the current market, I'm looking for deals that have 70% loan to value or less because we need to make sure that our debt payments are affordable. And if things go down, if we go into recession, if, if occupancy rates go down or uh, anything else happens, we're still going to be able to make that debt payment. Now, number two is definitely related, you know, adjustable rate mortgages, you know, and a lot of people say, hey, with interest rates going up, why would you invest with an adjustable rate mortgage? Well, the answer is you can get what's called a rate cap or rate cap insurance, which will keep your payments capped at a certain point. Now, this this is going to cost money on the front end, but the dirty little secret is when you get a fixed rate loan, nine times out of 10, they're going to come with a prepayment penalty. And if you sell before the loan terms do, you're going to pay a lot of money on the back end when you sell it. So really what you're doing with an adjustable rate mortgage is you are trading the prepayment penalty for that rate cap insurance. And in general, in the long run, you're going to pay less on an adjustable rate mortgage than you are going to be on a fixed rate mortgage with a prepayment penalty. Number three, I think it's it's smart right now to invest in larger assets. You know, larger communities are typically going to have more amenities that are going to be more attractive to tenants. It's going to be easier to use cash flow to do renovations. It's going to be easier to use the cash flow to um, make improvements. If the sewer line goes up on a on a twenty unit versus a two hundred unit, you know, being able to weather the storm and make those repairs are going to be a lot easier on the larger assets. And because of the, the amenities, they're going to be more attractive to tenants. And if they're competitively priced, they're going to have a higher occupancy than similar properties without the amenities. All right. Next thing I would say is invest in larger metros. And this is tip number four. If you're keeping track of the numbers, you know, invest in larger metros. Similar to the above, the larger metros are going to have a much larger pool of prospective tenants for your property. And once again, if you competitively price your assets or your or your your leases, you're always going to have higher occupancy. Now, the last thing I'm going to say is don't invest in the hottest markets of the last five years. You know what we've seen in previous recessions. You know a lot of people say, hey, there might be a bubble in commercial real estate. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But there's a lot of markets that have grown extremely fast for no apparent reason. You know, Boise, which is actually really close to where I'm at, has. has you know, prices have increased almost 100% since the COVID pandemic started, right? So doubling prices in two and a half years doesn't leave a lot of room for continued growth. And markets like Boise or Phoenix or Austin, and I'm not predicting it, I'm just saying they may be overvalued and they may experience a dip in prices. So I would say, I would look for metros with solid economics whose growth may have lagged behind those markets. Um, but the rationale for everything, all these five tips is they all serve to lessen the risk in your investment. And I'll point out that a lot of the measures above will also dampen the potential upside on returns, but you can still get double digit returns in today's market following the five points that I just uh, indicated. Now, of course, I believe, and a lot of people believe rates are going to come back down. Once, once again, I was talking about economics. The Fed is raising rates right now to bring inflation under control. They have to cool down the economy, uh, bring inflation back down. And once inflation is back down to a low, a low level, I think the Fed's going to have to act to um, 
bring rates back down to re-stimulate the economy because they, they also have to aim for full employment. And the longer they keep rates high, the more of an impact it's going to have on the economy and the more of the impact it's going to have on employment, right? So I do think the rates are going to come back down. Don't know when and don't know how far, but once they, once they do, I think real estate is going to continue its upward tick and recover any losses that it, it suffered during the recession very, very quickly. But right now, I think the trick is to weather the storm, you know, put your money into safe investments that are going to continue to grow and go that direction. Thanks for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast by the Tribe of Titans. If you're still listening, you obviously liked it. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. And then make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which incidentally has a ton of video content that you'll also enjoy and learn from. Now, if you're interested in being on the show, go to our website, diaryofanapartmentinvestor.com and fill out the questionnaire on the website. And for more educational content and for more information about our educational community, check us out at thetribeoftitans.info. Thank you.